Hello, this is Bill Lytell. Uh, some wisdom for your walk. I want to talk about something that's been talked about a lot, preached about a lot, taught a lot. If you've been in church much, you've heard about the book of Job. The book of Job. The book of Job. A lot of people go to it. Uh, young people don't necessarily appreciate the book of Job. They won't go to it because it's not part of their lifetime. When you're like uh, 20 to 40, you've rarely been sick. You may never have had a headache. You may not have had anybody die close to you. I mean, this is the experience of a 20 to 40-year-old. But as you progress in your life, you get into your 50s, uh, your 60s, your parents, your grandparents are already gone. Your 40s, maybe late 40s, your grandparents are gone, then your parents are gone. And you got to go through the process of that. And it begins to become familiar friends and relatives. And death becomes fairly familiar and sickness and things like that. And you become more aware of it. But otherwise, really... Yeah, not necessarily aware of it, or at least I wasn't during those periods of time much. But as I read the book of Job, uh, and I get older, I'm 71 now, and I, I'm having some troubles and have had some troubles. God's brought some testings into my life, some trials into my life. I've realized the, the depth and uh, truth and wisdom from the book of Job. I hope to share that with you some of the things that God's teaching me. I want you to remember when the, when the first two chapters of the book of Job, well, I'm going to talk about here in a few minutes. The devil is cruel. If I've learned anything in life, I've learned that the devil is cruel. God did not do the things to Job. He allowed permission for the devil to do whatever he wanted to do with Job. He did restrict Joe. He did restrict the devil by saying you cannot take his life. But everything else, eventually, through chapter 2, he said you can touch Joe, but you can't kill him. But he didn't tell him what to do. We learn something of the devil and his thoughts towards you. Funny that people serve the evil one. They serve their carnal nature. And you're serving a master who's a cruel master. Cruel. I mean, think about it. In the book of Job, the devil killed Job's kids. He took all his wealth. Uh, he leaves he uh, leaves his carnal wife behind, by the way, so she could tempt him even further to fail this test. The devil gave him these boils. God did not do that. He had boils from head to toe, and I don't know if you've had a boils. I I've had in my life. I've had maybe three or four boils over a spirit period of time. But I'm talking about just one. And when you have that boil, it's like that's all you can think about. That's all you care about. That's all you want to think about because that boil is throbbing, hurting. It's got your attention. Imagine having a boils from head to toe. He took, it was so bad off. These boils come to a kind of a pussy head. And he took a piece of pot, a sharp, broken piece of pottage, and he began to scrape them so they would drain. Somehow gave him some comfort. <laughs> I personally can't even imagine this. Now recently what's made this uh, podcast for me is I had shingles and maybe you can look up shingles what it is and all that but as you get older you run into that. Shingles it's it, it affects your nerve endings and it's unbelievably painful. It's um, get your attention let me tell you everybody has shingles differently in different severities of shingles some people go through it boom 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 
My wife had shingles twice. People say there's a lot of myths about shingles. Shingles can be spread in the time that a uh, certain time. And my wife had it twice. They'll say you can never get them twice. She had her second shingles was worse than her first. That also breaks a myth that they say the second is always easier than the first. But she had it twice. The second time she had it almost five months. Now the shingles lasted about two weeks, but it left nerve damage. A neuralgia, they call it nerve neuralgia, that lasted almost five months. She had to have help during those five months to survive. It was bad. My aunt had over both sides of her body. Now, that's another myth. They say it only comes on one side of your body. My aunt had them on both sides horribly and just used to call me up on the phone crying and saying, Billy, please pray for me. I don't know if I can stand it anymore, crying. She was a tough old girl. I want to tell you the difference between a test and a temptation. The devil tempts you with the idea of your failing. When he, brings a, when he brings a temptation in your life, he wants you to fail. God tests us with the idea of succeeding. Okay, I want you to get that right. I want you to get that straight. God tests us with the idea of, of success, succeeding, making it, not failing. Trouble to a born-again Christian that loves God uh, makes that person stronger in the faith, Hebrews chapter 12. It drives him to God. In the last, uh, I've been out of the pulpit for a week now, and I'll be honest with you, it's been a tough week. But what has that done for me? These shingles have driven me to God. I mean, I've gone before him, and I've had some intimate times with God all night, you know, various times of the night all night long. It made me look inward. Made me look at myself, examine my life, examine what I do, examine where I spend my time, examine if I'm being pleasing in God's sight. It began to have humbled me. Uh, it, it brings you to where you really are, totally dependent upon God, even for your very life. But how do the unrighteous, or those that are not saved, or maybe carnal, how do they react to trouble? Well, they get angry. They get mad at God, one of the first reactions I see. They get bitter at God. They get bitter. God didn't dish me out. Uh, anything good on my plate, you know, they use terminology like that. They, they begin to distance themselves from God when they think he offended them. They quit church. They quit their soul winning, quit passing tracts out, quit the bus ministry, quit the door-to-door, -door, quit reading their Bibles, quit praying. That's one of the first stuff to go for a carnal individual or an unsaved individual, of course. It could be thinking they were saved in, in the church. But usually for carnal people, that's where you go. They get angry, bitter, distant from God, quit church, quit quit soul winning, quit reading, quit praying, and just, uh, you know, as it says, uh, as Job's wife told him, curse God and die. That's just about where they go. Well, and, and let, me, let me give you a comparison here of a carnal reaction to trouble as compared to a spiritual reaction to trouble. In Job 1.11, it says, now Job... In Job 1.11, it says this. It says, But put forth thine hand now, the devil tells God, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. That's because the devil knows that a carnal individual will curse God when trouble comes around. But what does a spiritual individual do? Well, after Job heard all the bad things that happened to him, losing his whole family, and this is before the boils, but he lost everything that mattered to him, then Job arose, rent his mantle, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground, and worshipped. That's not where the devil wanted him to go. And it said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. 
The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job sin not nor charge God foolishly. That is not where the devil wanted Job to go. If you want to be a spiritual Christian and, and walk in, before God and please God and make the devil disappointed in you, then those are the reactions that you need to have when trouble comes your way. There's a, in the chapter 2, we see in verse 4 and 5, it says, Satan answered the Lord and said, he came to him again, you know, after he didn't succeed the first time. He said, skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath he will give for his life. So he says, basically, if I can, well, in verse 5 it says, put forth thine hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face again. He says, curse thee to thy face. He said, take everything he had, he'll curse you to your face. He didn't do it. Now he says, well, touch his body, and he'll curse you, and he'll curse you to your face. And so he came, these sores, these horrible boils came upon Job in verse 7. So when Satan came forth, the presence of the Lord smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his feet to his crown. Now I've had these uh, shingles on my left side, down my armpit, down my left arm, and I tell you what, I can't even imagine. I mean, imagine what it would be like to have them all over. He took the potsherd to scrape himself with all and sat down among the ashes. He was at the lowest you can go. His wife comes up to him. She's carnal. Dost thou still retain thine anger? Curse God and die. That's the, that's the carnal reaction to the testings of God. And that is the carnal reaction of the world to God when he, when he doesn't give them what they want. And in verse, in verse 10 of chapter 2, this is Job's reaction. He says, speakest, thou speakest one of the foolish women. Speakest what? What? What shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil and evil meaning bad there and all this did not Job seem with his lips he basically reasons this way you get a lot of good from god you don't deserve you get a lot of good from god you don't deserve i mean think about it come on you get a lot of good from god you don't deserve every day and we don't even think about it don't thank him for it oftentimes don't even appreciate it and so a little bad comes in our life something happens and it can be big bad. It can be losing a child. It can be have getting cancer. It can be an automobile accident. It can be financial reversal. Whatever Job went through. And we just, oh, we get mad at God. We want to curse God. Die, not treating me right. Now, Pentecostals struggle with that because they think God would never do any bad to you. Well, the devil will. And God will give permission for the devil to test to see who you are. See, a lot of people think, their mouth confession is everything they need to do for God. God doesn't just want the words of your mouth. He wants your heart. He wants what's going on inside. And how do you find out what's going on inside is by testings coming on you from the outside to reveal what's good on the inside or what's, what's on the inside. But the devil is cruel. Don't you forget that. He's a, he's a cruel, cruel person. He'll put you through. If the devil, if the God give him permission, the devil puts you through all kinds of things. But I just trust God, cling to the old rugged cross, because no matter what, it'll be over, and you'll be in heaven someday. The Bible says the former things will not come into mind or be remembered. And you just keep trusting God, because he's not going to do anything to you to hurt you. He's going to just help you to pass, to overcome, and be more than conquerors for him that loved us. I hope that you understand a little bit of some wisdom for your walk.